Hi, this is Apostle Guillermo Maldonado. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I pray that this message empowers you in your walk with God and in your purpose. Enjoy. Church, I want you to um, just to remain seated for the next 25 minutes. I want to just share a, a short word, short message with you. Before I do that, I know there are so many new people in the church. Perhaps you don't know me. I'm one of the pastors here, one of the apostles commissioned by our spiritual father. And um, I remember I got to this ministry back in 1998. I had just gotten here from Cuba, man. Had just landed. And um, I remember someone told my mother, hey, you got to go to this church because that church is fire. And the church happened to just be across the street from where we were staying. An aunt of mine, she said, nephew, if you want, there is the mattress dead. And that's as, as much as I can do. And I said, auntie, it's okay. I'll leave the mattress for my mom. I'll take the floor, put a little blanket there. And, um, and it's all good. And uh, the house was just across from our very first temple, Burr Road not even a hundred people there yet and uh but when i got there i saw apostle just preaching a fit he was fired up and i said oh my god this is my church i said this is my church that man was lit he was like fired up preaching casting out demons never in my life had i ever heard someone proclaiming the gospel with so much boldness and uh, that was over 23 years ago. And uh, it's, been, it's been such a privilege uh, to be in this ministry from so many years now. I got here. I had no identity. I was a young man. Actually, that week I got to see my natural father. It had been over uh, eight years that I hadn't seen him since he left my, my country. And... I remember I had so much lack of identity, so much emptiness inside of me. I was one of those drinking alcohol like the sister until I didn't know my name, until I had completely lost conscious and uh, I was running away from God. He was chasing me, calling me, but I was running away until I stepped foot into King Jesus ministry. Come on, if you're going to give him a hand, you better give it to him like this is your home. <laughs> like if you also got a testimony. <laughs> and I remember walking in at the end of the service, apostle was at the door. Just for those of you who don't know, he says, son, I believe in you. Those words changed my life forever. Um, found my wife here. Uh, had my two kids here. Found my purpose in God here. And now, uh, we're just starting, dog. You know, tell somebody, we're just getting ready to. <laughs> Look at somebody and tell them the best is yet to come. It's been a powerful journey. And I always take the time to do this. Because there are so many people that are continually added into the ministry. And people at home. I've had the privilege to serve the people in this house. When I remember my first ministry was in the parking lot, parking cars. And. You know, people will get to the, to the church and, you know, it doesn't happen anymore, but it used to that 
they will kind of like have a handicap thingy and they will say well you know i need the handicap space and i'll be like well but you know okay you got the handicap and they'll get to the handicap and the moment they'll come out of the car they'll be honey let's go we lay we gotta get to the church and i said i thought they were handicapped <laughs> i know no one ever has done anything like well it's yom kippur today so you're gonna have plenty of time for repentance but I remember parking cars there and serving the people for years. First opportunity, apostle gave me to preach. I never forgot. And it was our 5 p.m. English service. He goes, son, you preach. I go, oh my gosh. I said, I'll do it. I remember the spirit of God came upon me. And I was sitting right there. I was preaching. And all of a sudden, I got close to him. I grabbed him by the tie. And I said, dad, you see, I'm not letting you go. I'm here to stay. And I kept on preaching. And, and I said, did I really grab that man by his tie? I can't, I can now if I go back to it, I don't know. I can't believe I did that. But uh, I, I honor him and I thank him for having given me an opportunity and believed in me and shaped me and trained me and equipped me to be the man of God I am today. Papa, thank you very much. If you're going to give it to Jesus because of the, the man of God, do it like you mean it. We're not clapping for Pavarotti or whatever their names might be. We are thanking God because we are in a house where there is a father who gives us identity, who believes in us, who trains us and equips us for the work of the ministry. I want you to go to Leviticus 23. Uh, verse 2 let's go to the scriptures this morning Leviticus 23 verse 2 and uh, I am so honored to be able to share the scriptures with you today those who are watching online 30 nations over 4,000 connections I want you to call someone and tell them to connect because God has a word for you today in this day of Yom Kippur in this day of atonement the Bible says speak to the children of Israel and say to them the appointed times establish feasts of the Lord, which you will proclaim as holy convocations. My appointed times are these. The word feast, as you see that in the scripture, is the word moed. And it signifies, it means a set time. God was speaking to his children about the set times that he was going to have in his calendar and again we greet all of those watching online watching in our campuses watching all across the nation other nations of the world so the lord said this will be my appointed times my set times and he goes on to give his people many of these set times but in verse 26, I want you to see the scripture, same chapter 23, verse 26. Look at what he tells him. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, verse 27, Also, the 10th day of this seventh month is the day of atonement. That day is today in God's calendar. It says, it shall be a holy convocation for you. And you shall humble yourselves by fasting and present an offering by fire to the Lord. When the Lord spoke to his children, he was very clear and very specific. 
with the times that were going to be set times the feast of the lord we are very clear in our revelation about the feast we don't keep the feast but we celebrate him in light of the revelation that we do have out of all the times and the set times that god gave the people of israel there was one who was the holiest of all and it was the day of atonement it was the yom kippur which is today and in this day i want to teach you quickly what is it what happened in that day or what still happens in this day and why it would happen and i want to teach you the application of this set time of the lord to you and i as the church i want you to write take some of these notes because i believe they they will make a difference in your life let me teach you about the great day of atonement which is today the day of yom kippur this great day of atonement was and is still the holiest day in god's calendar and in this day the high priest will come before god looking for the sins of the people to be atoned looking for atonement for their sins the word to atone literally means to cover they wanted the people of israel for their sins to be covered they had spent a whole year living their lives and in this day of atonement they will come before god the high priest will come before the lord in expectation that their sins will be forgiven you and i because of the sacrifice of the lamb of god our sins don't need to be atoned anymore but you and i have had remission of our sins in other words we've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb our sins are out of memory you can come before god and say lord do you remember that day i'm so sorry lord i'm, I'm. god will say i don't i don't know what you're talking about because your sins are out of remembrance they are some that we will have to deal with today but if you say God 20 years ago hey the blood of Jesus has washed those sins away and has put him out of existence and they are no more give Jesus a big hand for his sacrifice so those of you watching at home in this day synagogue attendance goes over the roof because even the Jewish people who don't usually attend to the synagogue on this day they attend because they want to make sure that their sins are forgiven so this day great day of atonement what happens I want you to write this down what happens in this day what is this day for and then I will tell you why it happens I want you to write this down this great day of atonement is the time to ask God for forgiveness of our sins 
it's the time to humble ourselves before the Lord and say God I missed the mark I'm sorry I said what I wasn't supposed to say I did what I wasn't supposed to do I'm sorry God I came out of alignment I am sorry it's a day to ask for forgiveness to God and to ask forgiveness to each other the Bible says if your brother has something against you go and ask him for forgiveness and then you bring your offering to the altar is a day to ask each other for forgiveness is a day for reconciliation nothing can buy peace with God but it's only through the blood of Jesus that you and I can have our sins forgiven number four this day what is this day of atonement for the apostle write it down this day is for purification is a day for introspection is a day for cleansing is a day that we say God forgive me for the mixtures that I have in my life they are people that still come to the church hear me those of you watching and they have a little bit of God and a little bit of the world friendship with the world is empty with God if you are a friend of the world you can be a friend of God because God requires holiness God requires separation God requires not perfection but he requires the day you say Lord here I am that you will mean it with every fiber in your being I remember over 22 years ago I said God I am tired of running away from you here I am and I surrender my life completely and I haven't looked back since then Oh, you've never been tempted like I was, apostle. I've been tempted. I've been tried. But I made a covenant with God that I was going to serve him. That I was going to stand by his side. In this day is the day to check that there are no mixtures in our hearts. Look at someone and tell him it is the great day of atonement. This day is a day of judgment. You may say, well, apostle, what happens in this day? It's a day to ask for forgiveness. It's a day to forgive each other. It's a day to make sure there is nothing in our hearts that is displeasing God. It's a day to make sure we are aligned with heaven. Why, apostle? Hear me. Because this day is the day in which God opens the books. this day God opens the books what books do you mean apostle Malachi chapter 3 verse 16 I want you to see the scriptures simple teaching but it will change you then those who fear the Lord with all filled reverence spoke to one another and the Lord paid attention and heard it. My God, I feel His presence. And a book of remembrance was written before Him.
of those who fear the Lord with an attitude of reverence and respect and those who esteem his name if you fear the Lord there is a book in heaven with your name on it if you fear the Lord there is a book in heaven that has your name written on it I don't care how much hell you could go through but if you fear God those who are watching online your name is written in that book you may say what happens apostle this is the day when God opens the books and he goes down the books you've had a whole year to serve God which is finished Rosh Hashanah which is the end of the of the Hebrew year and we started a new year we are in the beginning of the year in God's calendar we've had a whole year to serve God we had a whole year to give him offerings we had a whole year to pray and come before him we've had a whole year now God is opening the books and he's going down the book and you may say what's 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 gonna happen apostle Revelation chapter 3 verse 5 this is the day when God decides who lives and who dies this is the day there is such a all reverence of God here this is the day that God decides he who overcomes the world through believing that Jesus is the Son of God will accordingly be dressed in white clothing and I will never blot out his name from the book of life and I will confess and openly acknowledge his name before my father and before his angels saying that he is one of mine you may be sitting here in this temple today watching at home you may be going to hell but if you stood fast this year if you stood this year in the face of adversity in the face of crisis Jesus is about to speak in your behalf what is he gonna say apostle he's gonna say he is mine he is mine she is mine he is mine they are mine they are mine he is about to speak on your behalf how come apostle their names will never be blotted out from the book of life oh so then that means that our names could be blotted out I know that perhaps some of you they taught you in the church and they say oh once you save you will always be saved watch out because Judas once he was saved but then Satan got in him and he betrayed the Lord watch out Satan don't get into you why because he's looking around to see where he can come in if you give him an inch he will sneak in and he will take you out you know why because he's after you he's after your family he's after your children he's after your anointing but I came to tell you the devil is a liar I am not going to give him an inch
Watch out. Why, Apostle? Because the devil is looking. Look at Luke chapter 10, verse 20. Five more minutes. I'm almost done. Look at it. You may say, Well, Apostle, I'm here. Well, Judas was there. He was there eating with the master. He was in charge of his money. He was there. But Satan got into him. Because Satan, basically all he wants is so you can become like him. But Jesus is desiring for you to become like him also. Make a decision today. Jesus said, the disciples came back. They had just had a deliverance retreat. Demons were coming out of people. They will say in Jesus' name and the demons were coming out. And they came and they said, Jesus, even the demons are subject in your name. And he said, nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice. But rejoice that what? that what I see many of your names are recorded in heaven I said I see many of your names that are recorded in heaven they are recorded in that book and if they are recorded in that book Jesus is gonna say she's one of mine devil don't you dare to touch her Satan he is one of mine let me release a new house let me release a new job let me release a breakthrough let me open the heavens let me stand and fight for him let me do what I because they are one of mine they are one of mine you may say apostle what is the application how does this apply to me very simple Yom Kippur the day of atonement was a day of desperation the people were desperate because it was the last appeal before God it was the last chance to be in a right standing it was the last chance to forgive it was the last time the last chance to let go of the pain to let go of the bitterness to let go of the mixtures to let go of the world it was the last chance they had before god and they wanted to be in the right standing because otherwise their names were going to be blotted out from the book of life these people knew that they couldn't take all that baggage into the future. They were not going to make it if they were not in right standing. They were not going to make it. They wanted to make sure that they were cleansed, that they were purified. Hear me. To get to where we're going, you're going to make sure that you are purified. This is the application to this message. There is a revival that is coming to this house, to this ministry, to the nations of the world. And I want to lift my voice and sound the alarm. I want to raise my voice and sound the alarm. There is 
revival coming there is the glory that is about to hit the earth that the nations of the world have not seen it's gonna hit africa it's gonna hit asia it's gonna hit america it's gonna hit our nation of america that is in a fight now but america there is a revival coming america there is a revival coming king jesus ministry there is a revival coming but in order for you to step into that revival you gotta be purified you gotta be sanctified you gotta be cleansed you you gotta get rid of all mixes. You gotta get rid of all contamination. This is the day of Yom Kippur. Today we're gonna confess our sins. We're gonna leave that behind us. I don't want that baggage. I don't want that unforgiveness. I don't want that bitterness. I don't want that. I don't want it. I don't want it. I wanna walk into the glory. I wanna walk into the revival. I wanna walk into the power, into the financial breakthrough into the wealth transfer I want to enter into the fullness is there anybody here who wants to enter I said is there anybody here who wants to enter into the glory that is glory to come that is power to come that is revival to come that is anointing to come that is power that is gonna fill our homes that is revival that we never see want to walk into it but you can walk into it you can walk into it the tower please you can walk into it unless you've been purified unless you've rendered your heart before God and say Lord I'm leaving this on the altar today many people you got mixtures, contamination. You lend your ear to the enemy. And you got contaminated. Contamination is the twisting. It's the act of making something impure by poison. The thing that is pure, they poison you. And now you see it differently. The house of God hasn't changed. But now you see it different because they put poison in you. The devil is the last. God hasn't changed. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. This house is still full of power. There is still revival here. The presence is still here. The, my God, I wish you could help me. I said the power is still here. The presence is still here. The anointing is still here. The glory is still here. So if they put poison on you, you better get out of your system. Get it out of you. Let all that poison come out. Let all those lies come out. God is still God. I said God is still God. He still heals. He still delivers. He still prospers. He still blesses. This house is still filled with the glory. It's still filled with power. The presence is here. The power is here. But you lend your ear to the devil. And now you see it differently. This 
young people get rid of all that venom. We're gonna get the poison. Worship. Worship. Those of you at home, worship. Worship, 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 worship. The presence is still here. The power is still here. God hasn't changed. He's still on his throne. God, I feel the power. Lift your hands. This is a great day of atonement. I want to make sure my name is in the book of life. This is a day of atonement. God is judging. God is seeing the hearts. He's searching the heart. before the Lord they will confess their sins in an attitude of repentance and humility that is still the solution repentance and as they repented before God there was a cry of desperation saying God God don't blot my name out of your book this is the moment that I will give you an opportunity. As this year has begun in the calendar of God, you must make sure that there is no forgiveness, that there is no hatred, 
that there is no hidden agenda opportunity and we are close this is your opportunity that is a portal that is open in the heavens those watching at home that is a portal open that is a portal open this is the moment that you repent before God this is the moment that you repent before him present your sins before the Lord Tell him, Lord, I'm sorry. Repent of those sins before God. Tell him, Lord, I'm sorry. I came out of alignment. I judge. I criticize. I failed you in my prayer life, in my giving. everyone to come to the altar but the people of Israel will come to the altar and they will present their lives saying God I'm sorry I missed the mark you asked me for my time and I didn't give it to you you asked me to forgive that person and I didn't do it I do apostle ask God for forgiveness as you do it the blood is washing you the blood is washing you that is the solution that is the solution do it do it do it don't be afraid don't be afraid don't be afraid there was a desperation in the people there was a cry in their voices it was the last appeal before God those watching at home do it do it do it in your house Take this moment, take this moment, ask God to forgive you. The new year has just begun in the calendar of God. The new year has just begun and this is the moment to ask God for forgiveness. This is the moment to repent before Him. This is the moment, this is the moment, this is the moment. This is the moment, this is the moment, this is the moment.
that is a, oh, a holy terror here. This could be the last chance for many people watching. It could be the last chance. It is the last chance for many to repent before God. What is the solution, Apostle? What do I do? Repent. Say with me, Heavenly Father. Say it in a loud voice. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come before you. I come before you. In this great day of atonement. In this great day of atonement. Asking you to forgive me. Asking you to forgive me. I repent. I repent. Of all my sins. Of all my sins. Iniquities. Iniquities. Contamination. Contamination. Mixtures. Mixtures. Anything in my life. Anything in my life. That has not pleased you. That has not pleased you. I am sorry. I am sorry. Today, Father. Today, Father. In this day of atonement. In this day of atonement. I repent. I repent. I ask for the blood of your son. I ask for the blood of your son. To wash me. To wash me. And to make me whole. To right now. Right now. I am washed. I am washed. I am cleansed. By the blood of Jesus Christ. By the blood of Jesus Christ. I ask you, Father. I ask you, Father. Do not erase my name. Do not erase my name. From the book of life. From the book of life. Right now. Right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I confess my sins. I confess my sins. Before your presence. Before your presence. And I know. Just take a moment to kneel down. There is no rush today. Take a moment to kneel down before the Lord. This is the moment where God decides whether your name stays in the book or it doesn't. desperation in the people it was the last appeal before God they will cry and they will say Lord forgive us forgive our homes our families our children do not blot out our names from the book of life
deciding who prospers and who doesn't God is deciding as he's going through the books as he's going through the books now and I see many of your names written in the book of life and I see Jesus saying he's mine she's mine He's mine, she's mine. Because your name is written in the book of life. Oh God. Father, today we come to your blood. I want you to take the Holy Communion. Forgive our sins. Your word is washing us as well. The night you were betrayed, you took the bread, you broke it, and you said, This is my body that is broken for you. If you don't have the Holy Communion, lift your hands, they will give it to you. Jesus took the bread he said this is my body it was in a feast it was in a feast just like today it was in a feast he took it he broke it and he said this is my body that is broken for you every time you do this do it in remembrance of me I want you to eat the bread. The same way he took the cup. And he said, this is my blood. That is shed for the forgiveness of your sins. Every time you do it, this blood represents a new covenant. Every time you do it, do it in your remembrance of me. Take your dead online as well. Take the juice. The ushers will help you with the little cup. As I feel the presence of God, the Lord spoke to me at home in the same attitude. 
that is a few conditions that I want to call just because I want to be obedient to the time that I'm given by my spiritual father I want you there to stand for a moment and as I call this condition some of these conditions will be some of you here some online I just want you to come out of your seat just worship for a moment I want you to stand stand in your seat the Lord told me they are women here with ovarian cysts I need the elders and the pastors to help me ovarian cysts I want you to come out of your seat we're gonna keep the distance here in the front if you have an ovarian cyst I want you to come out of your seat quickly this is the moment to do it many of you will be healed instantly because the presence of God is here come over here I need the, the elders to come there ovarian cysts come it is a beautiful presence of God number two the Lord told me there is someone here those of you that have the ovarian cysts the elders you don't need to wait for me to pray for them you could already pray for them because God is doing miracles as I'm calling the conditions quickly number two there is someone here that you lost a family member to COVID to the virus I want you to come to the front now and as we worship God lift your hands and worship quickly come out of your seat and I want you to come to the front. Here you go, son. Just come. Join us here at the front. Let's worship. It's a beautiful presence of God. Yes, just come. Ovarian cysts. I see the women. The person that lost their family member to COVID. Meet us here. If these conditions apply to you at home, get ready because I am about to pray for you as well. Number three, the Lord spoke to me. There are some people who this week, you just lost your job. You said, Apostle, they laid me off. I, I lost my job. I want you to come here to the front because God is about to provide a new job for you. I see you there. Come out of your seat. Meet me here in the front. We're going to pray for you. Come out of your seat here in the front. Number four there is a person with hearing problems hearing hearing problems hearing problems i want you to come out of your seat meet me here in the front there is room here meet me in the front my gosh let me let's worship god i feel the power of god just coming over this people father in the name of jesus i curse those sins i command them to come out of those bodies those of you watching at home, I see sis disappearing. I command you, be healed now in the name of Jesus. People who lost family members to COVID, there is a refreshing of the spirit coming upon you. Take it now in the name of Jesus. I see a man with herniated disc. People with a herniated disc in your body. I want you to come out and come here to the front. Someone with a herniated disc in your back. Come out. Leave a little bit of light. Let's keep worshiping. 
I want you to come out of your seat. Over here. I see you, son. Go ahead. They will pray for you. Thank you, Pastor John. Herniated this. Hallelujah. Church, I want you to pray in the Holy Spirit. I want you to pray in the Holy Spirit. Two more conditions. I see women with bleeding conditions and uh, you have a, a thyroid condition, a thyroid problem. God is about to give you a brand new thyroid gland. I want you to come out of your seat. Let's pray in the spirit for the moment. Come out of your seat. God is going to heal you. What are those people? I see you here, daughter. Just quickly come. That dear sister is there. I see you there. Thyroid glands. God is about. I see you there in the back. Come to the front. God is about to give you a brand new thyroid gland. Father, in the name of Jesus, miracles are happening. Miracles are happening. Father, right now, church, I want you to stretch your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command brand new thyroid glands. I command the bleeding. I need one of the elders, one of the deacons to help me here. I command Lorena, you want to help me with her? I command now brand new thyroid glands. Brand new ovaries. I just heard it. Brand new organs. At the count of three, God is creating that thyroid gland. And the bleeding is stopping. And the herniated disc is disappearing. One, two, three. Receive it now. There you go. Let's go. Miracle worker. Father, I declare these people be healed now. There it goes. There it goes. There it goes. Can you wave your hands? Wave your hands. Those discs are healed. Those thyroid glands are recreated. I see the power of God touching people at homes. I see a woman with a brain tumor being healed. Thyroid glands are being recreated. The power of God is touching you at a home. Miracles. I see a man. God just put cartilage in one of your knees. Cartilage. I want you to start moving around. Start walking around. There are people here that you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit. With the evidence of speaking in other tongues. If you say, Apostle, now that my sins are being forgiven, I want to receive that power. If you've never spoken in other tongues, come out of your seat. I will pray for you as well. Church, lift your hands, wave it. They're at home. They are miracles happening. Miracles. Brain tumors are being healed. Back conditions are being healed. I see asthma. Asthma is being healed. If you have asthma in the building, there are people here suffering from asthma. You suffer from asthma or lung conditions. Come out of your seat. One, two, three. Come. Come to the front. We want to pray for you. Don't stay in your seat. Come here to the front. We're going to pray for you. Bring, bring the little girl. We'll pray for her. Take her. Take her. We'll pray for her. I want you to come, my sister. These are conditions that I'm here. Let her come. My dear Usher, you can let her, you can let her join us. Church, I want you to lift your hands and worship. As we pray for them, miracles are happening. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke the spirit of asthma. I order, come out of those bodies. Be healed now. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Your lungs are being opened. Your lungs are being opened. Come on, lift your hands. In this great day of atonement, now that your sins are being forgiven, take your miracle. Take your miracle. Bring the child, bring the child. Hey! Lift your hands, church. Just worship. Just worship. He's working. He's working. Lift your hands there at home. Whatever you're watching at home, he's working now. He's working. He's working. I see business people that during this pandemic, you almost lost your business. If you are one of those businessmen or women that you say, Apostle, I almost lost it. God is about to give you a turnaround. I want you to join me here. A couple of you join me here in the front. God is going to turn things around. Get in your home where you're watching. God is turning circumstances around. I see a hearing condition be healed. There is an ear drum that just popped. That is the businessman you work with, heavy machinery. God is turning the business around. The Lord says in this feast, son, as you get ready to give your last, the Lord says, watch what I will do. The business is about to be turned around. And in the last three months of the year, the Lord reminds you, that is a prophetic word for you. That is a prophetic word for you. Hey, hey, Baba. Come on, lift your hands and wave here pastor yes pastor, this is a powerful testimony of deliverance um i pretty much had a, a generational curse of alcoholism in my family i was drinking since i was nine years old you know my parents would have parties and all the kids would come at the end of the day my cousins and i would finish up the beers all the drinks we would serve it for them but we would also drink i was drinking all through high school there probably wasn't a day that i wasn't drinking even while i was in school I got to the point where I would be driving and I would pass out. I would black out completely because I couldn't be without it. There was so much inside of me. I came to this church drunk. I sat towards the back and my mom had brought me here. And that day, Apostle, our dad, was preaching on the love of a father. That day, the presence of God fell over me. I did the walk to the front. I don't know how I got up because I was hungover. But God brought me to the front. Apostle, he just said, daughter, daughter, the presence of God is over you. And when he said daughter, that just changed my life. I began to submit to the process of this house. I did the deliverance retreat. I did everything that is in the vision of this house. Today, my family is restored. I've not touched alcohol for 10 years. Hallelujah. 10 years after being my whole life depending on it. 
And today I'm part of the government of the house. I serve this house. I love our apostle. I love the vision. And my job is here to make sure that other people who are struggling with alcohol, with addiction, with issues, with anger, with pain, are being able to get set free and delivered and be able to walk in their purpose. Come on, church, give a hand clap. Powerful. Thank you so much. What happened here? This is Emilio and his family. This is a powerful testimony of restoration of the family. Yes. yes. Uh, good morning, Pastor. Um, my, my wife and I have been married 17 years. We came here three years ago broken. We came here. We had given up on each other. We had given up on ever having a family. We had given up on ever having a house, a business. We were just broken. But I came here because my mom had been coming here for like 20 years. And, and she never lost faith that one day I would come here and, and know Jesus the way we know him here. And we came here and God told me, come here, you're going to find life here. It was three years ago on Easter. And I kid you not, immediately our lives just started changing. Um, right away, right away, we, they found us a mentor. I remember, I mean, they wanted to, there was like three people who wanted to be our mentor, but... Um, they found us a mentor. We, I learned, we learned about the principles of uh, tithing, uh, of offering, sowing. Uh, we learned the principles of praying, of worshiping, fasting. And it just, later on that year, my wife finally got pregnant by the grace of God. Um, a Amen. year later, yes. Apostle spoke to me and said, you're going to get your house by the end of the year. And we sowed into that and we believed it and we didn't, even, we didn't get that money until the week of the closing and i remember that year my credit report was like in the fives all of a sudden for no reason it started going up and up and up and up everything happened miraculously and but there was a process even when my wife got pregnant we got hit by a, an 18 wheeler on the highway and no, nothing we, we we walked out of there with my just minor scratches minor injuries my son was okay my wife was okay she got attacked too she started bleeding in the middle of her pregnancy but we had a mentor we have pastors who pray with us got us through that by the grace of god and and even my my, my son's he, he was born prematurely even his birth was a supernatural experience i have pictures here we were praising we were worshiping, we, were, we had new wine playing. My son was born and the first music he heard was new wine. That's, that's the first thing he heard. And Church, he, and can you see in this family of Jesus-born family that Jesus changed? Come on, thank you so much, guys. Give a hand clap. Wonderful to see an entire family changed by God. Yes, what happened here? Pastor, this is a powerful testimony of a family that submitted to the process of God and came out in victory. I want you to hear it. Yeah, uh, it all started like about eight years ago or so when we got involved with, um, when we said yes to the Lord. And shortly thereafter, we got plugged into the vision of the house and things started changing. You know, we said yes to the Lord. We had um, things in our, we had business, we had our office, we had homes, we had a lot of things and God had a plan for us. And we didn't understand what we were going to go through at the time, but we started having things removed from us and we were beginning the question. So what happened then, we, we, had our, we had like a million dollars in credit, we had like a couple million dollars in debt, we had a lot of things, we, our credit scores were like at 800, whatever. But the thing is, what God did was he restored our credit, he restored our finances, he's restored everything that we lost, he's replenishing it, he's multiplying it. And it's powerful because the, when we submit to the, to the purpose, 
to the plan, when we submit to obedience, we submit and trust in God, he begins to take over. And any man that puts his hands to the plowshare and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. So when you put your hands to the plowshare, regardless of what is behind you, your family, your finances, whatever it is, God is always going to place that in, in order. He's putting everything in order. So I'm just saying to everybody, if whatever you're going through, just trust God. Believe God. Trust in God with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Proverbs 3.5. So just continue moving forward, trust in him, and live that life of obedience because that's where the blessings come from. Amen. Come on, church. Give a hand clap to the Lord and tell him, I trust you, Lord. Tell God. Let him hear that from you. Yes, what happened here, T? Yes, good morning. Here we have Alex, one of our businessmen in the church, together with his wife. And he's going to give a testimony of how God transformed him and how he brought identity when he came to this church. Yes. Good morning, church. How are you? I drive uh, about four and a half hours to come to church, and in next month will be seven years of coming here. People Praise always God. say, why you do what you do? And I said, uh, my answer is simple. I always tell people, if you would have went through what I went through, you would be coming, you would drive eight hours if you had to. Amen? Amen. I served in, in a very uh, religious church for over 10 years, and I, I was always a businessman. But I made money and I didn't have an understanding of what it was for. So it became a burden in my life. And it, it became where, to the point where I started having uh, panic attacks. I would be anxious all the time. And uh, when I came here, I learned something. I, I learned what, um, what having a spiritual father is. And, and, and a spiritual father does something that no one else can do. He gives you identity. And when he told me, he said, son, this is what I see that the favor of God is over you. When, when he said those words, I never imagined I could do something like that. Today, um, you know, I own three different companies when I came here. Um, if I could just, if I can, if I sit here and tell you all the testimonies of financial breakthroughs, miracles, healings, I would be here for two days testifying of all the goodness God has done in my life. Amen. 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 Yes. You know, I'm so grateful for this house. The other day I was asked, how long will you travel there? And I said, as long as I have to. I have no other place to go. I already know what it is to be like out there in the world. I already know what it is to go to a religious church. I know what it is to walk with money, but no, no reason for it. And I understand now what it's for. I have to finance the second coming of Jesus Christ. I have to win souls. Amen. That is what money is for. It's nothing else. Amen. Amen. Come on, church. Give a big hand clap to the Lord. And we have our last testimony here. Thank you for that. Yes, sir, Pastor. Um, we actually just got a brand new house with no money available, nothing. Uh, the credit wasn't even there. And we just kept believing God. Um, as, as the pandemic started, I actually just gave up. And um, my mentor sent me a text asking me, How's the house hunting look going? And I'm, I told them, it's, it's, it's going there, but we just need a financial miracle. And that's when we started uh, giving more offerings, thriving more than ever, staying faithful to giving to, to the church, to God, you know. And uh, finally, eventually, we got uh, uh, in contact with somebody that he gave us, uh, he put us into a, a, we went into a construction company that they were building brand new houses. 
and I didn't think it was going to be possible. You know, no money, no credit. Yeah. Uh, and we actually got a brand new house uh, for the glory of God. We just got a brand new house. The construction company gave us uh, $14,000 to the closing cost. Uh, the, the, the money that I had to come up with, I just made a phone call. And for the grace of God, the guy that I, I didn't even finish asking him for the money, when he said, yes, I'll deposit it to you right now. Just like Come that. Come on, church. Just Get like that. Hand cap. And if you need a house as you celebrate his testimony, you're going to be the next one. No down payment. Closing cost paid. Bring you home. I declare it in Jesus' name. And if you're at home, that testimony is for you. You receive it there from your house too. My friend, let me speak to you for two minutes. The Bible says there is only two places where man goes when he dies. There is heaven and there is hell. There is no place in between. Today is the moment of your salvation. Today is the moment. It was the last appeal as I was preaching to you. To come before God and to be in a right standing with Him. You may be here in this place and you say, Apostle, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I was running away from God just like you were doing it one day. But now I am tired of running. I want to come to Jesus just like I am and ask Him for forgiveness of all of my sins. The Bible says, Jesus said, my friend, when He left this earth, He said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Hell was never meant for you. It was meant for Satan and his demons. But heaven was a place meant for you. The Bible says that it's only through Jesus that we can get to the Father. Man has on their own devised many ways thinking they can get to the Father. But the Bible says Jesus is the only mediator between man and God the Father. And today... He knocks at the door of your heart and he wants to come in and change you and transform your life forever. If you are here and you say, Apostle, please pray for me. I am that person, young man that you are here, a man, adult, a young man. It doesn't matter, a woman that you're here. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past. It doesn't matter what your condition is. Jesus is waiting for you with open arms. If you say, Pastor, can you please pray for me? I want to give my life to Jesus. There all across this building, whatever you sit in, I want to make a prayer for you. Because today is the day for a brand new start for you. At the count of three, if you say, Apostle, I recognize I am a sinner and I need my sins to be forgiven. Quickly, at the count of three, I want you to raise your hand. I want to pray for you. One, two, three. Raise your hand. I want to pray for you. Quickly, quickly. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you over there. Another hand. Quickly. Put it up. God bless you over there in the back. God bless you over here. Somebody else. God bless you in the back. Anybody else? Anybody else that you say, I see you there in the back. Anybody else that you say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to fresh. I see you in the back. God bless you. Maybe you used to come to the church, but today you want to reconcile with Jesus at the count of three. I want you to raise your hand. Maybe you left the church for whatever reason. Today is the time of reconciliation. I want you to raise your hand. One, two, three. I want to pray for you as well. God bless you, my brother. Anybody else? God bless you over here. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? 
all of those hands that were raised in the back here in the front over there god bless you my sister god bless you my brother do me a favor can you stand to your feet and those that are watching at home as well because i will make this prayer for you if you raise your hand i want you to stand don't be embarrassed just stand to your feet it's good to see you the hands that were raised all across stand stand my brother i want you to stand here with the black jacket if you raise your hand do me a favor i want to be able to pray for you can you come out of your seat just join me here in the front one two three join me join me join me join me over there in the back join me brother i'll wait for you join me over here join me over here i'll pray for you the young girl quickly come on church i want you to stand to your feet and let's welcome all these souls that are here quickly 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 those that are watching at home today is the day of reconciliation it's the day to receive jesus quickly quickly come to the front jesus is calling you jesus is calling you give him your life today hallelujah don't stay in your seat today is the day of salvation I'll wait for you. Join us, join us, join us. Church, put your hands together. Another soul here. Hallelujah. Good to see you. 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 Church, I want you to, I want you to remain standing. All those souls that are at home as well. Everyone that is at home saying it's my first time receiving Jesus as my Lord or my, my Savior. And those of you that are reconciling as well and those of you that are here in the front what the church helps me can you close your eyes and i want you to pray this prayer together with me say heavenly father, heavenly father i recognize, I recognize that, I that i am a sinner and my sin, and my sin separates me from you i confess with my mouth and i believe with my heart that Jesus, that Jesus is the Son of God. Is the Son of God. He, died for my sins, he died for my sins. But God the Father, God the Father raised him from the dead. Him from the, day. The, day I die, the day I die, when I open my eyes, when I, open my eyes I, will be in your presence. I will be in your presence. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. amen. And amen. Put your hands together, church. Thank you for tuning in. If you were blessed by this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and share it with a friend. If you need prayer, we have a team ready to pray for you. Just call the number 305-382-3171. 305-382-3171. If you would like more content that empowers your faith, visit King Jesus TV. Again, King Jesus TV. I love you. God bless you.